BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be talking about Kenneth Copeland speaking at Bethel Church. Now, this is low-hanging fruit in terms of discernment ministry goes, so we're going to spice up this low-hanging fruit by calling to account Christian YouTubers who say they're not discernment bloggers, but technically by definition they still are, and call them into account for why they don't call people like Bill Johnson of Bethel Church and Chris Vallotton, also of Bethel Church, false teachers. Why don't people like Mike Winger, Alan Parr, and Ruslan KD call these type of people false teachers? So that's what we're going to talk about in this video to spice up this low-hanging fruit. And the reason why we're going to focus on Mike Winger is the fact that Mike Winger has said that Kenneth Copeland is a false teacher, but vigorously will defend the faith of a Joel Osteen or a Bill Johnson, even as Bill Johnson has, in a very notorious clip, anathematized people that don't believe in the prosperity gospel. So he has done that, and Bethel has a lot of other uh, flagrantly bad teachings as well. So we're going to dive into this story, but first, uh, Evangelical Dark Web is a Christian news gathering and commentary ministry, and you can support that financially at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. That gives you extra content, and we got an upcoming book that uh, the Zealot class here can uh, get for free. So, with that said, uh, we're going to use, uh, we're going to, I first want to visit the past context for this, and this had to do with uh, Mike Winger versus the critics. Uh, dissecting the truth. This was an article that was written by Anthony, uh, who, if you watch the live streams, you know who that is. And this article was written by him about some beef on YouTube between Mike Winger and Doctrinal Watchdog, who's a subscriber, who I got to shout out, uh, because he also uh, was the first one to tell me about Kenneth Copeland at uh, Bethel Church. He was the first one to uh, tell me about that, but apparently... Uh, I think Anthony was also on that, so we're going to be using his article as the backdrop and for the commentary here uh, shortly. So there's beef about that, uh, specifically as it relates to Mike Winger being pretty favorable to the Side B movement. It also had to do with Mike Winger uh, refusing to call out false teachers. And, you know, it gets a little weird on the theology, so we... We did an entire live stream on this. We did a complete uh, article on this as well. So the backdrop of it will be this article 
Will Mike Winger finally call Bill Johnson a false teacher? But first, I do want to show this clip of Bethel's church service, if you could call it that, because we got full cringe here. And sometimes when you see full cringe like this, you got to share it with the class. Now, I am not super familiar with watching Bethel sermons. And not being super familiar with Bethel sermons, I saw this and it's cringe. It is you know, again, this is prosperity gospel stuff. And for people like Mike Winger not to call this prosperity gospel false teaching is just insane. We get to take our dollars and make them soldiers and send them to work. Amen. And so we're going to give tonight. But before we do that, we're firm believers here at Bethel, not just at Bethel, but in the kingdom. Nothing happens till it's first a declaration. So we're going to. They're not saying it. They're declaring it, Michael Scott. We're going to make a declaration together, offering reading number one, and uh, let's say it with some faith. Amen? Amen? Here we go. As we receive today's offering, we are believing the Lord for jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales and commissions, favorable settlements, estates and inheritances, Interests and income, rebates and returns, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, finding money, debts paid off, expenses decrease, blessing and increase. Thank you, Lord, for meeting all of my financial needs, that I may have more than enough to give into the kingdom of God and promote the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on. So... I'll end it there because anytime there's background music, you know, Bethel tries to go after you for like a copyright claims and other nonsense. But in any case, that's highly cringe. Their death declaration prior to, I guess this is the, their part of the service where they do an offering, uh, pretty cringe. But anyway, uh, the backstory for this article written by Anthony is he originally wanted to make it a satire of, you know, Mike Winger finally calls out Bill Johnson, uh, you know, kind of like Babylon B this. But I, I actually think this actually works better as a serious call out and a serious question, because that's what he ended up writing was mostly a serious uh, thing. So it starts off. Finally, it happened. Internet pastor Mike Winger called Bill Johnson a heretic for the crime of having Kenneth Copeland speak at Bethel Church. His eyes were open to Bill Johnson and Chris Vallotton and or would proudly associate with uh, this blatant heretic whose promise of faith healing could not sustain his own heart from requiring a pacemaker. This endorsement undermines the complete intact gospel he once thought they had. So that and that's the satirical part. And he then goes on to say, this is the article we should be writing and hope to eventually write one day. It should not be surprising that the hyper-charismatic Bethel Church, which monetizes healing and prophecy with New Age practices through carnality uh, and a school of ministry, would partner with Kenneth Copeland, who also peddles miracle healing with his own Bible school, while he flies around on a private jet, according to Johnson, Bill Johnson, the Lord told him to partner with 
one of the largest prosperity preachers as a means of monetizing his audience. I mean, fostering a deeper connection. And, you know, again, a little satire and sarcasm is uh, necessary for this type of article. It really is. Uh, let's be honest. It is not about the gospel, but about the money from the audience crossover. Bethel is notorious for New Age scams, false prophecies, and fake miracles, all while Bill Johnson articulates his false NAR, that's New Apostolic Reformation, theology. For Winger, he actually he will actually label Copeland a heretic, so maybe this will open his eyes regarding Bill Johnson. While we do not contend uh, that association equates automatically equates to heresy. That, and let me just break that down for a second. We don't contend that here at Evangelical Dark Web. We, first of all, if someone is a false teacher, we don't really need to use guilty by association. There's just so much other evidence of you know blatant false teaching that we don't even need to that to to do that pretty much ever. It's a red flag, and that's basically all we say. This is a red flag. Association with false teachers is a red flag, but it doesn't label you a false teacher automatically. You know, if I wanted to make a, a case that Chris Vallotton was a false teacher, I could point out to his false prophecies. Uh, so I could just do that. So I wouldn't need to necessarily equate... Uh, tie him to Bethel Church, although he has yoked himself to Bethel Church, which I do believe is several notches above. He has dialed his association status with Bill Johnson up to 11, stunning and brave style, if you're familiar with the meme and the reference to the movie This is Spinal Tap. So, uh, with that said, uh, Anthony goes on to say there are glaring red flags that cannot be ignored. And for the lady, name association is a simplistic means of understanding which teachers to avoid versus those permissible to follow. Certain heretics are low-hanging fruit, where even the Babylon Bee will lampoon them as false teachers. The average believer is in a genuine church, likely knows the name Joel Osteen and associates him with the prosperity gospel. They might also know T.D. Jakes, the aptly named Creflo Dollar, Benny Hinn, and even Kenneth Copeland. The false teachers with private jets represents a motif for low-hanging fruit. And he's absolutely right about that. Now, I'm not sure if he's right about T.D. Jakes being on the same list, Theologically, I, I think that's pretty logical, but in the popular sense, I don't know if T.D. Jakes is as widely understood to be a prosperity preacher. Perhaps that should be replaced with Paula White, who was Trump's girl, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, but nonetheless, no disagreement there. I'm not going to quibble with that. However, it cannot be assumed that those in the pew know everything wrong with Tim Keller. William Lane Craig, or Bill Johnson. Frankly, I don't know everything wrong with Tim Keller, William Lane Craig, or Bill Johnson. I mean, uh, John Harris uh, has been taking Tim Keller to the woodshed lately, and I'm, I haven't watched all of it yet, but clearly there's a lot I didn't know about Tim Keller. But again, I think there was enough of a case to say that he's a false teacher because he's been theologically liberal the entire time. He's not changing with the culture 
uh, he's making the culture change with him, so to speak. William Lane Craig, the more you learn about his theology and beliefs, the more heretical it gets. And I don't care how many annoying YouTube comments I get from the William Lane Craig simps. He's a false teacher. He's Pelagian. He denies original sin. Uh, he believes that the first 11 chapters of the Bible are fiction, are not wholly accurate. So that's a heretic. Uh, and then Bill Johnson, who we're primarily sp focusing on in this video, who's a prosperity preacher, who is uh, big into false prophecy and fake miracles and all this other stuff. Sadly, many churches currently perform songs by the Hillsong, Bethel, and Elevation, despite the flagrant theological issues surrounding each church. Now, I don't mind this as much as long as there's disclaimer, although I couldn't name a single Elevation song, so I'm not sure if they're even in the same category, but they want to be. Stephen Furtick's church wants to be in the same category. Uh, under the Horseshoe Theory of Practical Intelligence... Those with little knowledge can come to the same conclusions as discernment ministries without the in-depth research simply through identi identification of association between a teacher and a low-hanging fruit. Ideally, it is the end goal of discernment ministries that those more subtle heretics eventually become low-hanging fruit. And like I said, that is one of the goals of Evangelical Dark Web. We want to do groundbreaking, meaning new research, uh, with SEO, search engine optimization, to put information out there on rising prevalent teachers. So some of the new research we've done was Michael Todd. Uh, we were basically one of the first people to call out Michael Todd as a false teacher. And now everyone does it. And I got a, a video coming up on Michael Todd's church uh, very soon, that's going to be one of the next videos that I do, and low-hanging fruit now, but it wasn't always low-hanging fruit. Uh, so, it, it took discernment ministries to point that out and make him low-hanging fruit. And then Sadie Robertson Huff, who, again, one of the first, if not the first in writing for sure, maybe the second person on YouTube, but I definitely did a better job to call her out. And I didn't say she was a false teacher, but the warning signs are there. The red flags are there. And I think the trajectory is horrendous. So that that's the goal of discernment ministries like this. We want to get information to the church so that they can use it to, you know, it's for the church's edification. So uh, that. So he's absolutely right about the end goals. And, you know, that's why he works with me, because he understands the mission here. Uh, it should be treated as a red flag that Priscilla Schreier preached a prosperity sermon at Lakewood Church, the home of Joel Osteen, in addition to all of her other teachings. Uh, for many, David Jeremiah's presence on TBN to sell his materials is enough to avoid, even if the fake doctor does not himself promote the TBN doctrines. Now, he's not big on theologians calling themselves doctors. I don't know. I don't quite get that one, but I don't think David Jeremiah is a false teacher, and I wrote as much. I just think there are some warning signs, which the TBN was one of them. Again, association's not enough. Uh, but a lot of people might think, hey, he's on TBN. I'm just going to avoid him altogether. And that's safe. That's playing it safe. 
for believers to do that is playing it safe. Others do not need an intricate history of Sean Foyt to know that his Bethel affiliations unilaterally make him untrustworthy. I agree with that. Uh, Dallas Jenkins' statement on Mormonism and his servile relationship with Angel Studios would be enough to mark and avoid the chosen, if only. Yes, if only. Uh, We should hope that the largest Christian YouTubers like Mike Winger, Alan Parr, and Ruslan Katie come around to the light in realizing their business to the most, uh, their blindness to the most obvious heretics. Unfortunately, they did not grow their platforms by speaking harsh truths, but by being nice, just as the carnal ears of this world prefer the tickling of prosperity teachers over sound biblical hermeneutics. So I do want to add some context to this because, uh, you know, YouTube is a different environment than it was, you know, five years ago, even because five years ago, theoretically, you could build a massive platform and the algorithms were a lot more fair. It was a more level playing field than it is right now, where it's hard to get a channel you know, a controversial channel such as this, it's hard to get that all the way up there. So definitely subscribe. But nonetheless, uh, some of these channels are older legacy channels. We'll, we'll call them legacy channels to make them sound older. And they got by when YouTube was favorable. And now they stay by by avoiding controversial issues. And I do think they avoid controversial issues or they avoid speaking about controversial issues in extremely biblically based ways. So I, I just think that's something that you observe on much larger platforms. I mean, look at Ben Shapiro, number one conservative podcaster. Am I right? A textbook example of someone getting very soft when they're at the top to not get canceled by big tech. So the same thing happens within the church. Uh, that's why you see a lot of even small churches, they just get flagged off of YouTube prior to ever making it big. So uh, these people have legacy YouTube accounts in the sense that you know they had platforms that pre-existed you know, Evangelical Dark Web and all that. So they know how to play the rules to not get kicked off. So anyway... Uh, my name's Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like this kind of content, also subscribe to the channel if you are new. And have a blessed day. Let me know what you think about what I think in the comment section below. And I will catch you on the next one. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.